the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. You know I'm a bad Hey, welcome to the Andrea K Show. This is Gary Quackenbush sitting in for Andrea tonight. So we're kind of trading seats here. I'm at the mic. I'm playing show host today. We've been talking about artificial intelligence. We have had some great calls and great guests on today, especially Chad Stewart. I kind of cut him off towards the end of the show, but Chad Stewart, the, the, to ner- learn more about him, go to Britfield.com. And talks about his books, his creativity, his creativity projects. The that he did this, you know, basically a national tour on you know getting his book signed. It's just really an interesting guy. He really, really wants to get people's creativity back and going. And I love that. That's really one of the. It's one of the big things you can do to battle the AI dumbing down of America. It really is. Um, so Britfield.com, he's a great author. His books are really good, super fun. And then they're available and they are read by a guy with a British accent, which is super cool. So there you go. And we have with us, as a guest of the Andrea Kay Show tonight, one of my favorite guests, and that would be Andrea Kay. Andrea Kay, welcome to your show. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be the weirdest intro ever. <laughs> I absolutely I love it. I love being a guest on my own show, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and, it's good. And you've got to love it too because you get to hang up on the host of the show if you don't like what she's bringing to the equation, right? That's right. Okay, Noah, put your finger on the cough button. It's right uh, on top of it, Andrea. Be very careful what you say. So funny. Yeah. Be careful what you say about why, what, what has been going on. It, so relo- relocation for Andrea was really not, it wasn't good oh. for her as far as her poor I mean, body. Uh, this, no, this has not been good. The last time my back hurt this bad, I got roped into riding a donkey in a donkey basketball game for charity when I was in high school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, this I, I couldn't get anywhere near trying to launch a basketball into the net because this donkey acted like a donkey. I'm like, wait me around for two hours trying to buck me off like I thought it was a bucking bronco. Oh, my gosh. So I, I mean, it was all I could do to stay on the thing. And, and, and later on after the game, I'm like, why didn't somebody come and try to rescue me on this donkey? Because it just ran me out of them. They were like, well, we thought you were having fun. It's like, no, that no. I, so this is as bad as me riding the the bucking donkey in the charity basketball game in the high school. Um, I'm bummed that I missed the artificial intelligence uh, segment she did tonight. I mean, of course, I've been accused of artificial intelligence over my career, um, but I don't really know anything <laughs> about AI. So um, if you, if you guys uh, miss any part of any show, like I did tonight of my own show, don't forget to download the podcast because it sounds like. Between the AI segment and the creativity segment, 
you guys had some really cool stuff happening before I came on tonight, so thank you. And remember, Andrea, any part of the Andrea K show that you missed, you you yourself personally, you can download the show. <laughs> and show. <laughs> In fact, you know what, Noah? I think we should provide her a copy of the show. Free of charge. Free of charge. For free? Oh, thank uh-huh. you, my dears. Absolutely. Anything for AK. Yeah, and I'm glad I was able to come on tonight because I've got a question for you tonight, my friend, when it comes to, you know I'm obsessed with it, and so I I heard something over the weekend. I didn't have a chance to email you. Do you have some wacky for us before I pose my question? Oh, my gosh. Every time I come up with something wacky, it's just like, uh, let's see, what was the one? Uh, Oh, in so Fresno's kind of yeah this is kind of a funny one I don't know why Fresno is so weird I mean it's it's a it's kind of a weird little town it has like Fresno these weird freaky. little laws yeah but okay in Fresno so there's there's three things that I think Fresno and I'm really glad they have these laws this really makes it makes it makes it for me it's in Fresno there's three things you cannot do you cannot buy a permanent marker within the city limits it's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, elementary schools may not host poker tournaments. So I'm super glad about that. <laughs> and th- this is, you know, we're kind of into protecting the children tonight. Getting drunk on a playground is against the law. So, and I, I think that's good because. You can't, I, I want to get back to you can't have a poker game in elementary school. What would I have done without doing some, you know, um, Three card Monty, right? Or you know, five, you know, Texas Hold'em. When I was in the sixth grade, right? <laughs> well, and apparently, what happened maybe in Fresno is it got a little carried away, and then and then kids like you that were doing the you know the the three card Hold'em and the Texas Monty that you were actually getting to where you got big enough where the school said, "Wow, that girl's making some money out of. We should sponsor this poker tournament and make some money." And then Fresno said, "No, no, 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 you've gone too far." Yeah. That's what I think. It yeah. Was. And then they're obviously they were selling drinks. During their tournaments, because now you're not now you can't even get drunk on a playground. I mean, we're, what's going on with this world? Right, the kids can't do shots of Jack Daniels while they're playing poker on the playground. I mean, what is up, Freaky Fresno? That's right. So, and they can't play with their sharpies while they're playing poker. Um, can you? I mean, they don't sell sharpies like permanent markers in Fresno. Is that what you're telling me, Gary Quackos? Yeah, per- permanent markers. It's illegal to sell a permanent marker in the city limits of Fresno. That's crazy. I don't know how anybody does a craft project at home. I couldn't have done my move without my Sharpies because how do you mark your boxes and indicate, you know, what room they go in? Well, they again, it's probably to protect children because they were probably, you know, mischievous siblings that were drawing on their sleeping siblings' faces and it was permanent marker and it just, and then they got shamed. I don't know. Okay, you know what? Speaking of shame, I mean, how would my mind did not go there, Gary Quackenbush? My mind did not go to marking up my brother's face or sister's face with a sharpie in the middle of the night while they slept. What does this tell us about you, Gary Quackenbush? It tell, it tell, it's telling me that I can read into your past with your poker tournaments and your writing on faces. No, I, you know, I, I was a nice boy. I didn't do that. Uh-huh. Well, okay, here's why. Because I have grandchildren, and it's really funny to see what they do to each other or themselves. Uh-huh. I mean, there's literally, I have a, um, my um, daughter-in-law sent us a video, and it's, she's sitting there with a, videoing, and she's saying, Miles, what are you doing with the felt pen? I'm writing on myself. 
Well, you're not supposed to ride on yourself. It's okay, Mommy's riding up his arm, on his neck, across his face. And first of all, the fact that she was videoing it, I'm like, I'm just like, stop him. But she just couldn't believe it. Put the camera, put the phone down and take the Sharpie. He's just drawing on himself. It's like, no. So that's why I always think about it. Oh, oh, my good. goodness. Andrea Kay. So, Andrea, I, I hope you get feeling better quickly. And I know you yeah. can do the show with a sore back. But today it was just like too much with all the tra- yeah. installing the tech and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. we know you'll be back on the air tomorrow. Yeah, we'll thank you. That. Okay, so, yes, you ready our, our, my question? I am so ready for your question. I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm starting to perspire like profusely because I'm afraid I won't be able to answer it. But I've got well, <laughs> we've got uh, potato skins on the other line, so we're good. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I was I was packing up Saturday uh, boxes, so I wasn't like I just had like stuff on in the background, and I hear somebody come on and they're talking about um, the fact that. You know, what do you do? I can't even remember how we came up and what was going on. But, of course, anything related to estate planning will get my attention. And it had to do with what if you got a crap weasel parent who doesn't want to follow the laws in the state and gets a shady estate planning attorney to try to cut you out of the will? Like, how do you know what your rights are? If you are, we talk a lot about parents doing the right thing and doing the right thing for estate planning for their children and their grandchildren. But what about the reverse? What if you've got a parent who thinks that they may find some shady estate planning attorney to violate the law and cut them out of the will? How would you know if your parents were trying to do something that wasn't in compliance with the law? While it was going on, you would not know. I mean, there there really isn't. That's the thing with estate planning is that the parents can do what they feel like with with an estate plan. And if if they're trying to do something illegal or illegally cut somebody out, you would not know until that that trust or the document that they're creating was made uh, made available because that would dictate what's going on with their property. So, and and that's why we get into like litigation about those type of things that that. Um, a parent may have done something that is illegal or wrong or they're influenced by a, a bad attorney that was saying, yeah, you should do this, you, you know, undue influence. Or maybe it was a family member or maybe a, another beneficiary or somebody that was trying to get kids cut out. But that's the stuff you find out after the parents die. And then we end up going to court on it. Like, oh, wait, that wasn't fair. You know, they were they were misled. The Their attorney was crooked. You know, they the attorney was un, was influenced by siblings and was paid to do whatever. So we don't find that stuff out because before your parents pass away, you're not entitled to know their estate plan. I think, Andrea, it really depends on your relationship with parents. I mean, with my dad, I you know I had a good relationship with him, and so I was able to ask him. So tell me about your tell me about your estate plan. I mean, what does it do? You know, are you willing to share it with me? But, you know, it, and it's not something like, okay, we're going to have this conference, this confab with mom and say, okay, what am I getting from your estate? It's more like you're spending the time with them over weeks and months and years and you you know what's going on and you get your feelings and your little inklings about, is this a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Why are you meeting with this attorney? What What's this document I saw laying on the table? You know, you can kind of do your own like kind of scouting i think in in just talking to them and making sure that everything's okay cuz most parents are good about that you know they don't really do anything terrible but if they want to cut well, a kid out they can certainly yeah. do it well excuse me for interrupting but i mean it's famous that Aaron Spelling basically left Tory Spelling pennies 
And, you know, I guess you're I didn't I didn't know that you weren't entitled to know. I mean, if there are laws and each state is different and there are laws that says that, you know, dictate what you what you can or can't do with your property and your, you know, involving family. How come you're not entitled to know in advance whether or not they're they're doing something? Their plan involves the law being lawful. Well, the the. the thing is that you're it's it's the stuff belongs to the parents. I mean, and kids are not entitled to have their parents' money. Their parents can just give oh. it all away. <laughs> I right? just realized how greedy I sound right now. <laughs> no, no, but no. Here, but th- you know, this is something that we talk about a lot. I mean, it's like because some kids, you know, we believe that we're entitled. It's like, well, wait a minute, that's my money when dad dies. Well, no, it's not. It's not your money ever. Unless your dad gives it to you. So it's, and no, this isn't greedy. This is, this is something to have the conversation about because we, we're not legally entitled to our parents' money. We're not morally, I mean, maybe morally, I don't know, but we're not legally entitled to anything from our parents. They can do whatever they want. You know, they can on the, on the day before they die, they could legitimately give it all away to a charity and say, yeah, I just didn't want you guys to be spoiled brats. So I gave it all away to a charity and there's nothing you can do about it. It's their money. They can do whatever they want as long as they are competent and not unduly influenced uh, during the time they're making those decisions. Well, I come from really poor people. I mean, my parents, you know, joined both joined the Marines to, because it was going to be a better life than growing up. <laughs> I mean, basic training was like a, a vacation for mama compared to the dairy farm. So, you know, the, uh, there isn't anybody to leave anything to me. So it, but it's just, I'm somebody that just, I'm somebody that I'm, but I, I believe in being buttoned up, as we say in corporate America. I believe in dotting my eyes, crossing my t's, and doing the right thing for people, and with, whichever way it goes. Right. You know, kids need to do the right thing for their parents and honor their mother and father, and not be greedy and take care of them or whatever. And I think parents need to do the right thing, you know, for their kids in this equation. And we just talk so much. You know, about, you know, the parents, but there's some, there's bad parents out there too. They can leave a mess for their kids and intentionally mess their kids over. And I thought, well, what about who's protecting the kids uh, in, in order to ensure that the law is being followed? And I guess that's when it comes down to the attorney, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the law. And I think what happens with estate planning laws is sometimes it's it's hard to believe is that really the law? You know, the law the law isn't the kids get everything. The law is like the kids don't get anything unless the parents decide that that's what they want because it's not the kids' money; it's the parents' money, and we feel entitled to it or not. You know, but if the reason we didn't get an inheritance from our parents is because they were they were influenced illegally or improperly, then that's when the law steps in and says, "Hey, the parents would have." except for this evil influence or bad influence, the parents would have done the right thing and that is left the money to their children. So let's go and reverse that decision that they made because they were influenced by bad people. Plating maybe that under the law, this property goes to, to you know, um, the spouse upon death and then this goes to the kids or whatever, but I guess a estate plan can skirt that. Yes. Yeah, it does. The estate, the, the, the estate plan you put together, whether it's a will or trust, it, that's what controls. 
Um, and okay. in an estate plan, in a will, you can require the beneficiaries to do certain things before they get any money. You can do things, you can do anything you want in a will or a trust, except for things that are like illegal. Like you can't make an illegal requirement of a child to go and, you know, take out the neighbor's dog before they get their inheritance. You can't do that because that's illegal. Gotcha. So you can't require people to commit crimes. And the thing is, you can control your money and do anything, literally anything you want with it. Um, in writing, and that will change the way the laws go under the laws of intestacy. So with intestacy is like if you died without a will, what would happen? Who would get your stuff? And you can change all that with your own written stuff. Yeah, it still bugs me that Twitch or any time any celebrity. See, I'm I'm always bugged by people who don't do the right thing. And and you know what? I felt bad for that dude that got that um, you know left everything to Anna Nicole Smith. I felt bad for his kids because I mean that's just wrong. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, so I that anyway, so that was my question for you tonight. Thank you. Well, thank you. That's a good question, and I appreciate you being a guest tonight on the Andrea K Show. So, Andrea K, thank you for being on the Andrea K Show, and thank you for being Andrea K and doing your Andrea K Ness. And thank you for filling in for me tonight. I know you're busier than a cat covering it up, and you had way, uh, you know, other things you could be doing tonight. So thank you for filling in for me tonight. Thank you, Skins, uh, for all that you do, and I'll see you all tomorrow night. Love you guys. All right. Take care, AK. All right. We'll be back right here on the AK Show. program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. This is Gary Quagmush, uh, sitting in for Andrea Kay. If you want help with your estate plan, putting it together, asset protection, wealth transfer, that's me. That's my job, 855-500-TRUST. My website is gqlaw.com. Andrea asked me to do her show tonight, and I'm so happy to do it. We've been talking about artificial intelligence. Oh, we've been talking about creativity, which was so wonderful. And now we are talking a brief segment about estate planning. And all of this has to do with your family, protecting your family, taking care of your family. There's this thing that happens after you die, and that is a wealth transfer. The wealth transfer, I was meeting with a, 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 a interviewing a person today, and they were telling me that they were so happy when their first parent died because they had a trust, and everything went smoothly. They were dealing with the consequences of a parent's death, but then because there was a trust and everything was done properly, they had an attorney that helped them out, that it made it smooth so they didn't have to worry so much about their, you know, all the mess after parents passing away. So now we're dealing with second parents passing and the mess with that, and she was uh, very appreciative that we know what we're doing. We deal with this a lot. We deal with it every day of my career. We've been dealing with distributing and handing out, passing out, distributing, accounting for monies, assets, and everything that were left by parents or others to their children or beneficiaries. So it's the kind of stuff we help out with. So just avoid the stress of trying to do it yourself. Do not 
represent yourself. If you are a successor trustee, call my office, 855-500-TRUST. I have a website called gqlaw.com that has a lot of information and a lot of free stuff on there. There's three free books. Uh, The one I recommend is Living Trust Basics. It is a short book, like very short. It's only 20 pages, eight and a half by 11. It's sent to you as a PDF and it explains about the basics of living trust. Yeah, as you all know, as Andrea Kay's fans, is she is obsessed with people having their estate plans and having it in order because we keep seeing these people with money, with handlers around them, and they don't insist that they get their legal paperwork done. They don't insist that they have their will and trust and everything in order. And then they pass and the family gets to deal with the mess that could have been avoided. It's all about preparation. It's all about avoiding the things that can be avoided. If it's a hassle that you can avoid, that's our job. That's why we're put here on this planet is to make it so that people around us can benefit and they could have you know a a more beneficial life. It may not be easier, but at least it's going to be more organized and that type of thing. So um, I am offering to all of Andrea Kay's clients or listeners, if you want to interview with me, talk about your estate plan, I'm happy to do that. I will offer a free initial consultation with me, Gary Quackenbush, and that you would call 855-500-TRUST and just mention you heard me tonight on this show and that I said that AK listeners could have a free consultation and we'll talk about your estate plan. Do we need to do it? Do one for you, do a new one, uh, change what you've got, let me know, 855-500-TRUST. All right, so what uh, with the artificial intelligence thing, I really think the pushback is creativity. It's just like working out. If you don't want to get heavy, if you don't want to get to where every time you bend over to pick up a grandchild or your dog, you hurt your back or you feel tired, um, the, then you work out. You walk, you work out, you do sit-ups, you push-ups, whatever you do, but that's what it does to keep you in shape. And that's the same thing with your mind. I mean, how soft have we gotten with pushing a button to get to my friend's house or somebody I don't even know where they are and I tap a button and it it starts giving me directions. Turn right here, turn left there. I don't know where I am. I don't even know what direction I'm going. So I've stopped using that. I try to make it, I look at it. I'll look at the map on the phone. I'll say, okay, I'm going to turn here, there, there. And I back up on the map. I zoom out and I figure out where I'm going so I can get there without having the turn by turn. Slow down, turn right, turn left, 100 feet. Because I don't want to be mindless. I want to keep my mind going. And I think that's really important. So here you are on the Air K Show. Andrea K Show. We're talking about these fun things like that. Uh, we're going to totally change the topic. We're going to have a new guest come in um, at the bottom of the hour. We're going to have Alex Newman come in. He... Um, He's the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media. And we're going to talk about this garbage, social emotional learning. Oh, we got to talk about it. And we're going to do that coming up next here on the Word on, uh, not the Word on, with Andrea K. Show with Gary Quackenbush. We'll be right back. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. This is Gary Quackenbush, attorney here in San Diego, sitting in for Andrea Kay tonight. Uh, we're changing topic here. This is something we got to talk about. And I know it's like uncomfortable, but we are going to talk about social emotional learning. And what we decided to do is get with us on the show today, the expert, Alex Newman. He is currently the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media. He's a senior editor of the New York 
at the New American Magazine. He's an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, and consultant. He's written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently served as a contributing editor to the Epic Times, World Net Daily, and education writer for Freedom Project Media, a contributor of Law Enforcement Intelligence Brief, and more. This guy has it all. He knows it all. And we're grateful to have him here. He's got a couple books we're going to talk about during the show. Um, Alex, our topic, the United Nations is pushing this new age spirituality garbage on our school children with this social emotional learning. Talk to us about it, man. What's happening? Well, thank you for having me on the program, Gary. It's an honor to be here. Appreciate it. And so, you know, I've I've known about social emotional learning for a long time. It's been on my radar. And uh, what I found more recently is that there's actually a United Nations agency. It's part of UNESCO, the UN Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization that has been tasked with injecting this into schools, not just across the United States, but all over the world. And so I think starting with what is social emotional learning. Uh, you know, the, the way it's presented is uh, a tool to teach children how to regulate their emotions, how to be sociable. Um, and so they, they market this as something that's really desirable. Right? We're going to teach your children uh, how to be compassionate. We're going to teach them to have empathy. We're going to teach them to have healthy relationships. And who could be against that? Right. We all want that. But what it really is, it's it's a psychological and even psychiatric. And at the U.N. level, uh, they're they're openly talking about the neuroscientific components of it, uh, manipulation of children. And so let me give you an example of how this works. They, they tell the parents, they tell the schools, that sounds all good. Then they come in and they say to the children, well, to have empathy, you have to believe in open borders, because if you believe in borders, then you're a racist and you're hateful and you want to discriminate against immigrants and undocumented immigrants and things like this. So they take a value that we all think we understand, that we all support and value, uh, and then they turn that into a tool for indoctrinating and manipulating our children. And you don't have to look far beneath the surface, Gary, to find the uh, the roots in the occult and the new age. And uh, the, the advocates of this at the U.N. level are quite openly pushing a one-world spirituality, the, the merger, the unification of all religions, and they're doing it quite openly. So, Alex Newman, what, I mean, what is, and now I know, you know, you, you're, the, the couple books that you're working on is Deep State, The Invisible Government Behind the Scenes, and then The Crimes of the Educators, How Utopians Are Using Government Schools to Destroy America's Children. I mean, it almost seems, when we, when we say stuff like that, people almost got, like, roll their eyes like, oh, that's not going to really happen. I mean, Alex Huxley's book on the Brave New World, that's not really going to happen. But then, and here we are marching down that road, just kind of blindly going, oh, okay, this is going to have an interesting new age spirituality, but why is this happening and what, what can we do about it? What can we do to kind of combat this kind of garbage? Well, there are several reasons why it's happening. And when I first started digging into this, almost nobody had taken a critical look at this. I, I believe I wrote the first in-depth critical examination of social emotional learning in a piece that I did for the Epic Times uh, last year, early last year. And what I found was that the main organization pushing, pushing this outside of the United Nations and different government agencies, it's called a CASEL. It's the Collaborative for Academic Social Emotional Learning. It's funded by Bill Gates. And they had a history page. And on that history page, one of the first things that they said there was that the idea for social emotional learning came from an organization called the Fetzer Institute. Now, I had never heard of the Fetzer Institute. It's based in Michigan. And so I looked it up. 
And right away, it became obvious that this was a center for new age spirituality. In fact, the founder was a disciple of Alice Bailey. She was the founder of the Lucifer Publishing Company, now known as the Lucius Trust. And a lot of these people at the highest levels of of Castle, of the Fetzer Institute, of the different organizations that are promoting this uh, are actually publicly talking about how they're communicating with spiritual entities. Now, to, to the secular mind, that sounds a little kooky. That sounds a little silly. To the Bible-believing Christian, you know, we know they're not talking to ascended masters or ancestor spirits or whatever. I mean, the the Bible describes these things as demonic. And so I think you can't really understand what's happening here unless you recognize that there's a metaphysical reality, that there is a spiritual component to this. And again, they are very open about it. It's not me making this allegation. These people publicly say so themselves. Uh, Alice Bailey, who is kind of one of the key founders of the New Age movement, um, almost all of her writings she claimed to have channeled from these spiritual entities that she referred to as ascended masters. And actually, the, the guy who wrote the UN's World Core Curriculum, which the UN says needs to be taught in every school on the planet, openly admitted in the teacher's manual, in the foreword to the teacher's manual for the World Core Curriculum, that it was based on the teachings of Alice Bailey. Uh, and and this, he described him in the, in the foreword as the Tibetan teacher, Javal Kool. Of course, it wasn't a Tibetan or a teacher. It was uh, one of these ascended masters that Alice Bailey claimed to be communicating. So I think there really is, you know, from a Christian perspective, there's a diabolical element to this. There's a uh, spiritual component to this that cannot be overlooked. Now, how do they bring well-meaning non-occultists, non-New Agers into this? Well, they tell them that this, and for example, the radicalized teachers that we see so many of now, they tell them that this is a way to kind of make children woke, right? This is a way to make children reject their the bigoted values of their parents and mainstream society when it comes to gender and sexuality and borders and abortion and, you know, pick your issue. Uh, that This is a way to lead them in the direction that, you know, left-wingers would like. And so there's a spiritual component to it. There's a political component to it. And then in terms of how do we fight it? Well, I, I think the first step of fighting it, and this is true in, in all kinds of fields, right? If you're a doctor and you're trying to, to treat a patient, Step one is you got to diagnose the problem. So we need to get educated about what's happening here. We've got to properly understand what's happening so that we can begin the process of combating it. But for parents, uh, you know, who are listening to me right now, I would say the first and most obvious thing to do is yank your children out of any public school or any private school that is using social emotional learning. And unfortunately, that's all public schools today. And unfortunately, many private schools and even some Christian schools now, too. Interesting. Now, is it when when you have you know Christian schools? Because even saying that, that's like shocking to me. It's like jarring. Like what you have a Christian school that you know supposedly based on you know teachings of Jesus Christ and the scriptures and 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 those type of you know these these uh, teachings that are very well known and very popular in you know in, especially in the United States, the Christian based nation. But then you have them going into the social emotional learning and and almost like converting. It to Christianity and kind of trying to smooth them together so that you still have this, I guess, this um, neuroscience of mind control. That just seems astounding to me. It's just wild. 
Yeah, so, so what's happening with when it comes to the Christian schools, and I've, I've dealt with this actually in a number of Christian schools now, is they are marketing these pseudo-Christianized curricula for SEL. And what they do, and I've looked at some of these, there's, there's one in particular that just came onto my radar uh, recently called Frenzy. And uh, what they're doing is they'll sprinkle in a few Bible verses here and there totally out of context, and they'll act like that suddenly makes it a Christian program. Of course, it's not. It's not anything remotely resembling Christian. And when you look at how the Bible verses are used, they're typically out of context. Uh, But this is a way to kind of get administrators and, and school, uh, you know, members of the, the board at these Christian schools to let their guard down. And they're being oh. told by the establishment and even by, in many cases, by the, the local school board, school board, that children now need these social and emotional learning tools to be well adjusted. You know, they tell, oh, there's all this mental health crisis and you need these kinds of programs in your school. So they go out and they say, well, we'll get a Christian one. And unfortunately, there's nothing Christian about these programs at all. It's a fraud. And so we've been able to stop these in a few Christian schools where we have um, entered the fray. But uh, this is sweeping across the country, sweeping across the world, uh, almost invisible when it comes to parents. And, um, and you know, we've got to sound the alarm about this. This is a critical issue, and it's going to affect all of our children if we're not careful. Now, how can we get a hold of the materials that you've created that, to kind of help us understand these things? What, what's a good place to go for this? Well, uh, you know, I publish in a lot of different venues. I've got my personal website is libertysentinel.org. Uh, I did a, a major article on this for the New American magazine. People can find that at thenewamerican.com. It was also in the print issue of the magazine called uh, UN uh, Promoting New Age, One World Spirituality Using SEL and Neuroscience. And so that's available online. And then a big in-depth uh, investigation I did into SEL. My first big foray into this issue publicly, uh, that appeared in the Epic Times. And people can find that at the Epic Times. Okay. We are listening to uh, Alex Newman, CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media, and we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk more about how to how to combat this. And I also am curious about his two latest books that he's working on. We'll talk about that here on the Andrea K Show coming up next. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. All right, welcome to the AK Show. This is Gary Quackenbush. We're on with Alex Newman. This guy is awesome, the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media. And we're talking about stuff, and I, I kind of like... I'm not hyperventilating, but this stuff is very disturbing to me. We have this, this social emotional learning that's going around. I mean, I'm a very religious guy. I'm very Christian. I read the scriptures every day. Um, I, you know, I, I, I believe in God. I believe what Christ's mission was for us to, to save the world. And, and, and it's, that's super important to me. And I hear stuff that, that this, I mean, this whole show we've been talking about artificial intelligence. And now we're, t- and now this social emotional learning, I'm going, Oh my gosh, this is, this is all like connected because, Artificial, and, and this is where, Alex, I want your take on this. We've been talking about artificial intelligence, and I know in some of the research we've been doing on artificial intelligence, those are human beings that program artificial intelligence. It has a lean to it. It has a lean towards what the programmer wants the artificial intelligence to do. 
is it possible that we could have this lean on all this artificial intelligence that we're using to write things and to think for us and to and to send our texts and all these things and, and, and suggest wording? Is it possible that they're leaning towards the social emotional learning and to trying to really kind of make us think certain things that we really shouldn't be or didn't originally want to think? You have no idea how much there is there, Gary. We could talk about this for hours, but right intertwined with this social-emotional learning, with this uh, push to get this into all our schools, there's another parallel push that's intimately related, and that is the push for digitizing and, and bringing in the technology into every element of the classroom. And in 2019, right before COVID, actually, the UN brought together all the governments of the world and all the leading education groups and special interests and everything and uh, the summit was called artificial intelligence in education and i encourage people don't don't take my word for it go read the final agreement that they came up with uh, they are radically shifting the education system you know people out there are still especially you know our generation millennials and, and older they're under the delusion that what's happening in the schools is the kids are learning how to read write and do math Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, The federal government will tell you less than one-third of our children in eighth grade are proficient in any core subject. So what are they doing? They're being manipulated spiritually, psychologically, and technology and artificial intelligence is a major, major part of that. In fact, I've got documents from the U.S. Department of Education going back more than a decade where they're talking about how all of this data that they're now gathering on children, which has been supercharged during COVID with the move toward kind of digital learning and things like this, uh, that they're going to use this data, they say, to run it through algorithms and artificial intelligence processing to make predictions about the behavior, the attitudes, the values of your children and also for central planning purposes. You know, they, they, they're under this delusion mm. that the reason communism mm. didn't work all those times it's been tried is because they didn't have enough data. But now that they're going to know everything about every child and now that we've got the, the processing capabilities to use that data and really to weaponize that data, they think that their central planning will finally work. Uh, It's incredibly dangerous what's happening here, and the nexus between artificial intelligence and SEL uh, is absolutely clear as soon as you start looking. Okay, speechless. I'm never speechless, but this is incredible. Um, Alex, I really appreciate you being on the show and talking about this stuff. I, I, I really would love a little bit more information from you. Um, talk to us about Deep State. You're the, the two, um, books that you're working on. Um, you know, who should get those things? How are they available? Talk to us about that. Uh, well, thank you so much, Gary. So uh, the first big book that I did, I co-authored with Dr. Sam Blumenfeld. It's called Crimes of the Educators. And uh, we actually published that back in uh, 2015. And th- really the main thrust of that book is to show how they dumbed down America on purpose. Right? If you look at the federal government's data, uh, about half of American adults are either illiterate or so close to being illiterate that they can practically be lumped into the same category. That's 50% of our adult population. And that was not an accident. Uh, uh, a group of utopians, uh, socialists, communists, uh, various subversives got together and implemented a deliberate plan, and it's actually very easy to prove. Uh, the next book that I did was uh, Deep State, The Invisible Government Behind the Scenes, and this was more recent. This was just published uh, about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Um, and, you know, Trump really popularized the term the deep state, and I think it's a, it's a useful term for discussing this subject because Uh, Most Americans, in fact, the overwhelming majority of Americans in polls say that they recognize that we have a deep state defined as a group of unelected individuals in the shadows behind the scenes trying to manipulate and control policy. Uh, And that's a good starting point. 
And so I use that as the starting point to dig into that a little bit deeper. You know, what are the organizations? Who are the individuals behind the scenes that are manipulating our governments, uh, our, our society, our culture, our educational system, our children, our entertainment? Um, and, you know, these are people with names. These are organizations with addresses. Some of them, some of them uh, like to be a little bit more secretive. They don't necessarily have websites. Uh, and ultimately, you know, as a Christian, I think we need to go back to the scriptures. Uh, the Bible explains very clearly the nature of reality, even though I think most Christians, unfortunately, still have not recognized this. But there is a spiritual battle raging all around us. Uh, the Apostle Paul writes about it very clearly in Ephesians chapter 6. He says we're battling not against flesh and blood. Right? This is not just Joe Biden or Democrats or George Soros or Bill Gates or whatever. Uh, what we're dealing with here really is powers and principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, the rulers of the darkness of this world. Um, and that is what the Bible teaches about the nature of reality. And it actually lines up perfectly with what we observe about reality. So that's that's kind of the gist of that book. Uh, I'm working on one right now that I'm hoping is going to be published in the next couple of months, uh, giving the history of public education. Right? A lot of people don't realize public education is a modern innovation uh, throughout almost 2,000 years of church history. Parents and to a lesser extent, the church handled education. This idea that the government should be educating our children, it's, it's new, it's radical, it's unbiblical. And so I'm going to be giving the history of that. And uh, again, I hope that'll be out in just a couple of months. Well, I look forward to having that, man. I'm I'm uh, follow, following you, so when it comes out, I will get my notification. Uh, I just really um, appreciate you, Alex Newman, coming in onto the Andrea K show tonight and talking about these things. This stuff that we have to talk about. I mean, you know, we're, there's a big push to talk about mental health and things like that, which is super, super important. And these are other things that we need to talk about. We have to have this conversation and bring it out in the open. It's like you know, we're being taught that the government is here to protect you. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to take care of you. That's baloney. Um, that's not what the that's not what the agenda is. I mean, the fact that the the United Nations is trying to you know kind of set doctrines for for the United States. I mean, let's get back to what we are and what we can be instead of just kind of like uh, you know kind of kowtowing and okay, United Nations, like crying out loud. Come on, guys, wake up. So I really appreciate Amen. you being on, Alex Newman. Um, hopefully people will go and, and get your books and look them up and learn what they need to learn. So you guys, Alex Newman, look him up, follow him, get his new book when it comes out. Um, I just ordered mine online when we were just talking, and I'm going to be excited to, to read that. Alex Newman, thank you very much for being on the Andrew K. Show tonight. Appreciate it, man. God bless you. Really appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. Andrew K. Show. Lots of information the on the night. show tonight, Gary. Good one. Oh, it's been fun. It's been super great. So, you guys, this is on podcast. If you want to hear it again, it's going to be on the podcast on the AnswerSanDiego.com. Andrea K., thank you very much for letting me be part of the show tonight. And we'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock on my regular shows, The Word on Wealth. This is Gary Quackenberg signing off. Thank you, Noah. Appreciate all your help. Good night.
Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.